Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B A Q A A the B A Q A. What you say? The B A Q A with Manday. The B A Q A with Tiffany. The B A Q A A. It is ambition. Question and answers. You have questions. We have some answers. Although we are not your attorney, we are not your financial advisor, but we are two really smart brown girls that know a thing or two about business, career, and personal finance. So let your questions come on in. Um, but we're excited, right, Mandy? This time we're having a, a, a little different twist. What are we going to do yeah. this, this week? You're putting me in the hot seat. Oh, <laughs> excited slash nervous. So we decided because Tiff and I are, well, you're at a point where you are raising your rates as you should be. And on this whole new like level playing, like this whole new playing field as a, as a, a, as a badass business owner, as an expert, as a source, all those things, as a speaker. And... Um, have lots of questions about like, okay, how to go about negotiating rate increases and having those awkward conversations. And your girl is a negotiating queen and I love it. So I can't wait to hear your questions. So today's show is going to be Tiffany grilling me with her, all of her negotiating questions from the budget Nista. And then next week, I'm excited because as I am building my business, Mandy Money, and I'm about to relaunch Mandy Money Makers and all these exciting things, I am going to take my questions to Tiffany about how to approach this online business empire that I hope to build. And um, y'all get to sit and, and hopefully you'll learn from us answering each other. Yes. Uh, so this is going to be a little bit different, a little bit juicy. Yes. Before we get started, should we mention our exciting news for them as well? Yes, because we're not, it's not just going to be me and Mandy hot seating each other. You guys are going to get a chance to enter into the studios and hot seat us. Um, so that's just going to look like <laughs> literally like, you know, one of y'all, multiple um, BA um, fam listeners you're coming into the studio, not at the same time, but coming into the virtual studio and then peppering us with career, business and personal finance questions as well. So, you know, we're going to still we're going to mix that in with our normal BAQA um you know, um, the, we, our template that we normally do, but we just wanted to change it up and get a chance to like hear from you guys. And if you're wanting, Manny's going to share, like, if you want to be on podcast with us, um, you, you know, this is what you can do. Like I said, you don't have to physically be here. You're just going to join us digitally online. Here's what you do if you, if you like to be in the studio and ask your questions. Yeah. So instructions are as follows. 
to be considered to be a guest for the BAQ, BAQ and a episode of Brown Ambition, go to Instagram, make sure you're following us so that your message will head, end up in our inbox that we actually see and send us a voice message with your question. We want to hear your voice, hear your question. Tell us a little bit about yourself, why you want to be on the BAQ and a and what types of questions you may have. We're not looking for just one question. You may have multiple questions. Like we actually want to hang out with you on the BAQ and a and see all the different questions. Maybe it's a little bit career maybe a little bit finance, a little bit investing. Um, We're so excited. So head to Brown Ambition Podcast on IG, slide into our DMs with a voice note. This is important, not just a written answer, but the voice message is important. If you don't know how, Google is your friends. You'll (laughs) figure it out if you love us, okay? And then our producer will be in touch um, if you get an opportunity to be on the show. So, you know. Don't don't be don't don't be crazy, okay? Just be normal and be yourselves. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're excited. Yes. So this came about like this, like me, like the, this kind of like Q and A that I'm doing with Mandy came about because, um, so you guys know already that Mandy is like this master negotiator. She's been helping um, women, you know, make more and ask for more. And most recently, she came out with this um, scripts. Uh, product, which I was like, wait a minute, I need it because <laughs> I struggle with negotiating. Um, and so it's it's 19 scripts, right, to help you. What is it, 19 scripts to help you? 19 word for word scripts to help you negotiate without leaving money on the table. So what to say when you are submitting a counter offer. I have a literal template um, counter offer letter, but I also have mini scripts for what to say if you're on the phone and your recruiter is like, oh, but you said that this you know, salary was fine when we first talked, or you know, I don't know about salaries being negotiable. What about equity? Like those types of conversations that happen. Um, and this, this, this guide came about after over a year of talking to hundreds of women across the country, doing the one-on-one coaching, doing my virtual coaching program, Mandy Moneymakers, and get an understanding that one of the biggest reasons women women are not negotiating, women of color especially, is that we just don't know what to say. And it's awkward enough. Like, even if you do know it's important to negotiate, you get stuck on like, so now who's going to tell me what to say? So I have solved that issue for you guys. And already I'm hearing that one of the people who've downloaded, one of the women who downloaded the guides earned an additional $3,000 That's on a recent job about. offer. Mm-hmm. And so, so tips, if you want to get step that, into my office, go, but if you want to get it, it's mandyscripts.com, right? Oh, thank you. Mandymoneyscripts.com. Okay. Mandy Money Mandy with, with an, an I. I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mandy Money. <laughs> Tiffany's always like, sell the girl. Where's the link at? Uh, mandymoneyscripts.com to pick up your copy. You can also yes. go to mandymoney.com slash shop. Um, it's out there. But so I wanted to like just I wanted to kind of give you that like preface because that's I want you to understand how this came about because when Mandy was sharing that during our our last episode I was like hold up wait a minute let me get some time in it because (laughs) so now now that um, so normally typically what I do Mandy so now like you know y'all just gonna have to listen in because I got some real questions right so um, so typically every do what every year what I do Mandy is that I raise my rates just off GP. I call it just the GP raise. You know, general principle because I'm like it's a new year child. Inflation is out here inflating. You going to have to pay more. <laughs> Yesterday's price ain't today's price. But then there are moments when something happens that you know, it feels like it makes sense to raise the rates because I'm quote unquote more visibly valuable. You know? Mm-hmm. And so with my new Netflix um documentary um Get Smart with Money, 
it has just really transformed the way, you know, I think people, it really just elevated the brand to another level, the budgetista. And so I'm just, so I'm struggling with, because I'm already not inexpensive, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just like, well, one, how do I, because I'm not gonna lie, usually when I raise my rates, Mandy, there's no rhyme or reason. I just be like, that sounds cute. (laughs) Yeah. Right, so one, first question I have is, how do I really figure out what makes sense? You know, like how much more I should be charging based upon like, what are my metrics I should be looking at that you suggest? Yeah, well, I think first and foremost, and this goes for anyone who's negotiating and trying to increase your your perception of your value, because sometimes it doesn't feel like you yourself have changed so much. You've always been doing this, right? Like your, yes. your skill set have uh, grows probably incrementally all the time. But you know, you know what you know, and you do what you do. And you've been doing it for a long time, you're very good at it. So what helps is when I flip it, and I'm like, so how much more valuable is your time today, than it was, you know, a year ago, that's really what it comes comes to when, like when at right now with this documentary coming out, and of course, with the book, um, selling so well, and everything else that you have going on, you have more and more opportunities coming your way, and your time is still limited. So I mean, that's just simple economics, limited supply of time, more demand for that time means that your time is valued much, much more. Um, as far as what to aim for, so I think that one of the things we talked about, I don't know how specific you're going to get with numbers when we have all of our BA fam listening. No, I don't mind. Here's, you know me. So if I'm being candid yeah. right now, my um, my um, keynote is $50,000. Um, and that does not include travel. It does not include uh, accommodations or anything like that. And if you're wanting me to like, because sometimes the keynote also involves me like staying for, because there's also like a travel day um, where if I'm staying there for like, you know, like the you know, 24 hours or, you know, 48 hours, it's $14,000 per travel day. So honestly, to do a whole event, it could be upwards of like 71000 uh, But just a raw, raw keynote is fifty, And um, my, my, my financial advisor... Anjali, I was just sharing with her, like, oh, I'm at 50, and I think I'm going to push it to 65, maybe 70. And she was like, or 100. And I'm like, yeah, well, that seems like a lot. She said, because Anjali works with high net worth individuals, and she said a handful of them also, like, you know, speak or whatever. They don't do what I do particularly, but, like, do their own speaking or whatever. And she said, um, and all, almost all of them are at 100,000 or more. And you know the difference between them and you, Tiffany? And I was like, no. She was like, um, they're white in their mail. Oh, I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> and they accomplish less than you have. Yeah. And I was like, say what now? She said, Tiffany, not one of them is a New York Times bestseller. Not one of them has a, a, a thing on Netflix. Not one of them has gotten a law passed. Not one of them has been on the cover of Money Magazine. Not one. She was like listing all of the things that I've accomplished. And she was just like, and yet you're charging half. You know, she's like, do I think that they're overcharging? No. Do I think that you're under? Absolutely. And so I was like, it just seemed like so much, you know, like I'm trying to break out. I'm like, I know this sounds crazy because you might be listening like, what, Tiffany, the hell? You've been 15 years in the game. But I just, it just seems like, so what if someone, because this has happened, I will say I know that 50 is too low because this year alone, about six or so companies have paid 50 as if it was like pocket change. They were like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, but there was one company in particular that gave me a little bit of pushback about the pricing being a little high. And so I guess I'm afraid if I push it to that 100, what do I do? Because I'm always fumbling when people push back. So what 
what do you say when someone's like, that seems high? You know, like what, yeah. what is that script? Well, that's when the fun began. That's when the fun <laughs> begins. Um, so the first thing that you said, well, there's a couple of things. One, you did the best thing possible when it comes to understanding your value is talking to other people at that level or a source of information that will give you a sense of what other people in your field, because it's kind of like trying to price a house, right? Right now, you're in a hot neighborhood, like the, t- the budget needs to mansion, it, like a Starbucks just opened up, there's a Trader Joe's down the down the street, it seems like, like you're, you're on the up and up, you know what I mean? They just built a, a nice lush park in the, in the backyard. Like maybe you just add in an addition to the house. I don't know. Like your house, your your value has gone up because of the upgrades, right? So think of it that way as well. Um, but at the same time, it's very subjective. It's like, what will other people pay for this? And you look at the comps, right? So you talking to Angelie and finding out what those other um, people in her network are earning, that's you looking at comparable homes in the neighborhood and seeing what they're selling for. That's just savvy, right? That's just smart. Um, that's the first smart tactic. And it's the first thing I'll, I'll point out. The second thing is like, when it comes to the fact that those six, those six companies were like 50k? Yeah, sure. Here's the information. Here's the contract. Sign it. That's when you are, you know, sharing your numbers in a, in a negotiation, and there's no counter. It's just, mm, okay, that should tell you that you're coming in too low. So the and I know that this seems counterintuitive because we want our tendency is to like want to avoid friction, right? We want to like say what we want and have them be like, sure. And then, hey, no awkwardness, just all fine. But when you get to the point where they're pushing back, that to me is a is a good indication. It feels uncomfortable because you're like, oh shit, now I have to say something back. But this is a great indication that you're getting close, like you're getting in that ballpark, um, that you're coming in at a level where maybe it's not so easy for them to just say, oh yeah, that's within my budget. They may need to take a couple of additional steps to get approval for the rate that you're offering them. And that's fine. So at this point, if they say, it depends on if they're saying, absolutely not, our budget is firm, et cetera. But if all they say is, you know, that's a bit higher than we were anticipating. Um, and then what's the, what's the question after that? Is it like, that's a bit higher than we anticipated. Is it negotiable? Yes. You know? They, yes, that is the question after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then at that point, I think it's important to be firm. And here's why. In your case, you have a lot of opportunities coming to you. You can afford for one of those opportunities to be out of your, to be out, for you to be out of their budget and for them to say no. And this is what I have said to many clients, which is that when you say no and you create a boundary there and you're willing to walk away, you have the most leverage in a negotiation. And it's important that the person hears no because the person you're talking to, you're someone who's probably speaking to people on the marketing side of a company. So they have a certain amount of a marketing budget that they can spend on an annual basis. And commonly those budgets are decided, you know, Q4 for the following year. So they may be coming to you like in June or July, but their budget's already been approved for the whole of 2022. And yeah, and maybe if they said yes to your 100K, that's 50K less that they have to do the other things that they were planning to do. You know what I mean? But it's about like, it's about planting that seed in their mind that Tiffany's price is much higher than we can afford. Because I promise you when they go into their Q4 planning for the following year, they're going to have to put together their proposal for their budget. And they're going to up it. Because they're like, if we really want Tiffany to come back for this event next year, or to come for this event next year, you know, her price is not 50k anymore, it's 100k. So if they really want you, that's when they'll put in that request 
um, for more. And I know that that means walking away from 50K. That's not nothing. It's still a lot of money, right? But if you can, uh, you can afford to do that because your time is more valuable and you are getting paid commensurate with that value, right? You're right. You know what? And that, that actually like is super, super helpful because here's what I would notice um, and it explains what I call the gap. Right. So what I noticed is every time I would raise my rates, there would be a gap in earnings because there were companies scrambling to one. It was like the people who couldn't afford me for real, for real had to fall off. And then the people that might be able to afford me had to almost like readjust their budget to your point, you know, maybe it's six months or a year from now. And then so there'd be like a gap. And then all of a sudden I'm making my money, you know, what I've asked for. And so that makes sense that you're right, because sometimes I think we forget that. You know, companies, because I know we do, we set apart our, 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 we do our budget the year before. So if something is way out of budget, unless you're like this huge corporation where 50000 is nothing, you know, if something is way out of budget, then you might be like, I have to see you in the next go round. But if I don't set my number in a way that respects my time, then they won't respect my time. You know, it'll oh, be like, well, what's wrong with Tiffany? You know, like, because everybody else out here charging dot, 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 dot. Um, no, that's what that was really, uh, that was really helpful because that is something you wouldn't think that I would struggle with that. But the truth is I, I don't have, and this is not me too to my own horn. There are not too many people in the, in the, in the space that I'm in making that I know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, unfortunately, you know, even with some of my mentors, they haven't reached this level of earning as far as like keynotes and things mm-hmm. yet, you know. So it's not a ton of people to reach out to. And honestly, everyone's not, you know, and rightfully so, everybody can have their own business. You know, I just like to be talking about money. But, you know, everyone doesn't also win a share necessarily, you know. And so it's just like to ask the questions like, well, how much are you making? I don't even know what's normal. I don't know what a lot is, to- you know. I, we got to find those rooms. That's the thing. Yes. Like you need to be in a different room in the house now. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think it's really important to also understand, like, of course, there's peer-to-peer networking, but we all should have people who are like levels above where we are now to help us understand. So I'm thinking like, and of course, it, I don't think in your case, it has to be someone who's talking about personal finance, you know, or or business or whatever it is that you're getting tapped to do keynotes for. Um, but who are the most, you know, the, the most common keynotes who are being tapped by, you know, major corporations and maybe even asking your clients, hey, so could you just share with me who are the more recent people that you guys have hired or anyone that you know who's, who tends to get hired by companies and connecting with them, you know, even like they should be honored to be reached out to you, you know, uh-huh. reached out by you. <laughs> but you know, I was just thinking, right? myself, you know, my girl Lovey, she speaks at a lot of corporations. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reach out and be like, yeah, hey, but that's Lovey, what she making? Yeah. You know, I don't, I, you know, we, we talked about it maybe some years back, but you're, I not, I mean, we talk, you know, like regularly, but I yeah. haven't actually, I didn't think about that because she, you know, does amazing work with corporations. And you're right. I could just feel like, Hey, you know, what do you make it? And she's in those rooms where she knows like the top paid to be like, well, girl, I'm making this, but honestly, from what I see, you need to be making this. I am, you know, I'm gonna put that, let me put a little, I have a notebook. If you're not taking notes, rewind and yeah. start again. Um, so I'm going to put on and my I know that these like, are like levels that I, that are not super relatable to everyone. But the core message is, who can you reach to who is in rooms that maybe you don't have access to or is aware 
and maybe it's lovey or maybe it's a colleague that you used to work with. Um, I had a great mentor. You guys, you guys know, we both know Nick from Magnify Money. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> my favorite, my favorite white ally, Nick, uh, who had a, <laughs> who had a, who had a serious impact on me and my negotiating style because he had come from the big bank industry. Uh, he worked for like bar- places like Barclays and these big credit card companies before he and I met. And he used to make it seem so casual, like, mm. oh, that's a lot. That's not that much. You know, when I would be, ne- when I'd be handling negotiations with people that I was hiring, well, let's just give her a couple extra thousand let's just give her why are we why are we fighting over ten thousand dollars like it's a lot of money like he would say those types of things and i'd be like oh okay and that helped me normalize and so the more you can sort of invite voices in that will help you think a little bit bigger then and it's not meant to always be comfortable like it'll take some time before it to get you know before it gets comfortable that's why Anjali is like yeah this guy makes that because she's seeing it time and time yes. again time you and know? time again she was like girl Normalized I was like I'm like you know I was over here like you know I'm just making a little fifty she was like I know you think that's a big deal it's not I was like wait what <laughs> she humbled me real quick like oh that's yeah. cute yeah you're under by like um half all right let's take a quick breaky break and we'll be right back with more B A Q and A hey B A fam this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. I feel like the the biggest takeaways for me, I'm saying this for myself, but also y'all listening, are one, um, consider how much more valuable my time is. That was that was a huge takeaway for me. Um, two, um, understand like uh, to really understand like my monetary value as far as my time you know reach out to a reputable source if I don't have direct access like somebody like an Anjali who's seeing ton of a ton of these people or directly to my friend Lovey who does this all the time um uh three look at comps you know like who else is in this industry that are that's comparable and in and reaching out to them honestly and being honest and being like do you mind sharing what you're making um 
So um, and something else I took away that if you get no counter, this is just across the board. If you get no counter, that means you're coming in too low. There should be some oh, resistance. You know, um, something else that I took away too was that pushback means my numbers are close. So it's okay to get pushback. Sometimes there's pushback is honestly, that's totally out of our budget. You know, it's like a little small school and we don't have it. Boom. Okay. But then if it's like, um, is there any, you know, is there any wiggle room wiggle here? Room. It means, yes, that wiggle room or is it negotiable means that there's some money there and they're just trying to tap into it. Um, what else I took away is to be firm. Um, and yeah, no, this was, honestly, this was so helpful. I know that typically, you know, um, y'all know Mandy as like the, the career coach when it comes to negotiating, but what I've learned is that negotiating is negotiating is negotiating. And it's a skill set that I am still practicing, you know, despite all that I've done thus far, it's not something that comes supernatural, um, to me. And I hope you take away that, like, you can learn so much. So one of the things I was just listening to an, a podcast interview with Issa Rae, um, of, of in, formerly of Insecure, and now she's got Rap Shit. That's her new um, HBO show. So she said something years ago. You know, we all know she's hilarious. She was like, man, everybody want to network um, vertically, upward. She was like, Beyonce's busy, bitch. <laughs> you know, like everybody want to like. And she was like, how about you network horizontally? She's like, you know, some dope people that you went to school with, that you connect with, that you would like, they know things too. And I thought, I hope that a major takeaway is that this is horizontal networking, you know, like, like it's obviously, it's definitely Thank great. Thank you to for saying that I am horizontal to you. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is because we're friends and we're, you know, like, just a steep drop off. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing that, um, I call it situationally important, right? So like if I'm on a plane and I'm having a heart attack, and um, former President Barack Obama's on the plane and a doctor from Irvington, New Jersey's on the plane. As much as I love the former president, I don't give a what. <laughs> bring me that doctor from Irvington. I don't care if, was, if he was a veterinarian. Bring me that. Bring me the veterinarian because he's he's closer to the type of help I need in that moment in time. And that nobody is important over all things at all times. Like when you came home, I know Rio was like, mommy, literally you could be standing next to Michelle Obama. He's like, who that lady? Mommy's here. Because in that situation, you are most important. And so it's the same thing with like knowledge and access to it that like, yes, certainly I have been in business for a long time, but there, I don't know all the things. This is literally like one of your, 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 um, like the thing that you specialize in. And so I, I don't specialize in this. And so you are the doctor on the plane, you know, Ooh, when it comes to this conversation. I love that you know analogy. what I mean? You know, you yes. don't mean preschool teacher. I'll be coming up with these analogies <laughs> and things. <laughs> no, but this was honestly, it's this like was really you know how helpful. To teach or something. <laughs> but honestly, my biggest thing, I'm actually going to put this on a sticky. How much more valuable is my time? When I tell you, maybe that hit me in the gut. Like, you know what, Tiffany, your time is even more valuable now because I'm getting pitched all the time. Bigger and bigger things are coming. I'm like, Tiffany, your time is more valuable. You can charge 100K because your time is more valuable. It's, you know, sometimes it's hard to make the connection of like, well, why should I be charging more? This is why. I'm going to put it yes. on a sticky and put it in my, you know, in a place where I can see it. Like, Tiffany, this is why you charge more because your time is way more valuable because you've, ex you've expanded the value that you bring to the table. And so like, this was so good, Mandra. Yeah. It's like, you know how to do this. Like you do this for a living or something. 
And yes, I do. And you also had some responses that I hear all the time. Like I can count like just dozens of times I have been talking to someone during a coaching call and they're like, oh, I do know this one person. They write their name down and I'm like, yes. It's like we we do have we do have people in our network. We feel powerless. But once you talk it through with someone, you can start to see it's about who can you connect with and those connections, baby, like that is the powerful stuff. At FinCon last week, I had a three-minute conversation in the hallway with someone who was blown away. He has way more followers than me, like ten, like a million times more on TikTok, and was blown away by what I had negotiated for a speaking engagement. And I was like, but you know what? That felt good because I had nothing to compare myself to. I'm just out here. Like, and we need to be talking about these things, you know, and and understanding. And it's about getting over that little hump of the awkwardness and the discomfort. And what I like to say is like, it's always going to be a little bit awkward. You just got to like push through. And that's why I love the scripts, right? So I talked to you about like having your assistant Rose and you just like write down, like here is some boilerplate responses we're going to send so that there's never like that hemming and hawing over what to say. And then you, you know, you have something to start from. Um, but thanks for the question. No, that's good. So I'm going to give myself some homework. Yeah. My big, my homework is I'm going to update my rate sheet. That is my mm -hmm. homework. Any other homework you want to give me? Yeah. So, I, oh, this is one thing I didn't get to say. Okay. Go ahead and let your past clients know, because even Ooh. if they haven't reached out to you right now, we talked about them planning their budgets for the next year, right? Ooh, so go so ahead and let them know. Girl. Yeah, go ahead and let them know. It's like sending a little like, hey, hi, like a little Christmas card in uh, mm. September. Here's what we've been up to. Here are the rates. Hope everyone's oh. well. Yo, that Best is wishes. So <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that is so, yo, Mandy, this is honestly, I'm like giggling because you're right. Because the year's not mm -hmm. up yet. And if they're going to get their money together, mm -hmm. get it together now. Ooh, okay. So I'm yeah. going to, okay. The big ideas no. for next year are happening now. Yes. Um, especially for the types of talks that you're, that you're getting, you know, there's, yes. and maybe even like now, but the year after that now. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely the ones that you really enjoy doing that yeah. um, you want to do again, reach out to them. Um, the other thing is, you know, understanding like if you have to just say no period to something that that's okay. Um, and that you may hear from them again. I got offered a panel um, I got a, a LinkedIn request from someone wanting me to speak on a panel. It's not that far from me. They wanted to pay me $50. Ah! It's just down. It's not that far. And the honorarium was $50. And it's a, it's one of those nonprofits. And I thought about it. I thought about it. And even I had to be like, no, just say no, Mandy. Why are you struggling? And so I sent the message and I was like, you know, honestly, no, here's my minimum. And the response back was, thank you for letting me know. I'm currently pushing for a bigger budget and I will pass this along. That's why it's powerful. I could have done it for $50 because at the end of the day, yeah, sure, I'll do it, yeah, whatever. But I think it's so much more powerful for the next people behind me too to let them know that this ain't it. Like yes. my time is and also, much more I feel like if I'm going to do either, if I'm going to work for damn near for free, I'll do it for free. Meaning like if I'm just volunteering. That's what I felt. I'm like, just yes. say nothing. Yes. It's like insulting. <laughs> yeah, because it's true. <laughs> I tell myself that all the time. I'm like, Tiffany, if you're going to do it for free, do it for free, for real. Just because yeah. you're like, you know, like the Girl Scout troops. I've helped my friends, Girl Scout troop, get their, um, their financial literacy badges. Obviously, I'm not looking for her to pay me, but it's free. This like, uh, kind of sort of, it's like, no, mm -hmm. it's either free or it's not, which, you know, I know a lot of people who don't do anything for free, which that's your business, as Auntie Tab would say. But, you know, mm -hmm. I don't mind I'm volunteering um, time for like homeless shelters, especially women's shelters or Girl Scout troops. Those things are fun. Um, but yeah, like this kind of like, well, I know you said 50, but we have a thousand. It's like, in other words, you don't have, it's free. You know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. In other words, so, just um, I love this. So my homework. Tolls and yes. 
So just to reiterate, one, one more nugget. One more nugget. Okay, one more nugget. One more nugget. Yes, yes. Here's yes, another please. way you can sort of reverse engineer your rate because I know you don't work every day. Like, and you're a big reason why I love a calendar block and not working on Fridays and random days. So the number of days you can actually work in a year is very limited because you have other things that you value. You value your family and traveling and doing things for free, right? So getting to give back to your community, I know is really important to you. So if you reverse engineer, you know, your goal income for your business, for the budget needs to for the year, and then how many days, hours you actually have to get there, then that can kind of give you a sense of per event, or if I'm going to do 10 keynotes to get me to this goal that I have for my keynote revenue, how how much should I be charging for each one? So if your goal is a million dollars of keynotes and timing wise, you know, with the amount of time it takes to put into presenting a keynote with the travel days and the recovery time, because if you're like me, you, you like need to, you need a long recovery after a big presentation. Like how many of those can you really do in a year? And then maybe it's, you know, 10, 15 keynotes, and then kind of go backward from there to figure out how much one of those could be worth to you, um, okay, as well like as that. sort of going out there. It's a combination of all these things, that as well as going out and getting the comps um, to kind of get to a number that feels right. It's valuing your time and it's valuing you compared to your peers. Okay, I love that. I'm just writing it down. So I'm just God, writing down my, my homework is update my rate sheet, let past clients know, and then reverse engineer, I like that, to be like, if I want to get to a million dollars of speaking, based upon like, you know, I'm going on vacation four times, I'm going to, I don't work Fridays, I don't work Wednesdays, and I really don't work weekends unless I'm like, I'm traveling or whatever. So like, it leads me, leads me with a limited number of time. So it's like, if that's the number, what, what do I have to make per speaking? I like that. That's, this is good or whatever. If you guys like this format, like I said, um, we said earlier that, so next week, Mandy will be asking me questions. Um, she had no idea what question. I mean, I told her in general, it's negotiating questions, but she didn't I really know. had no idea. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, like I said, we, you know, we, this is honestly, what's so great is that this is how like Mandy and I chat anyway. Like, we'll just be like, and then, so what should I do about that one? Um, and so I hope that the takeaway from here is one, how to negotiate across the board whether it's business, whether it's at your job, whatever that looks like, like there's just some basic tips here. Um, two, I hope a big takeaway is that um, networking horizontally is so helpful, you know, because like you don't, there are people in your life that's the doctor on the plane for that particular subject matter. And, you know, so, you know, no one is a doctor, the most important person in every single room. That just doesn't happen. But certainly when there's somebody who knows some way more than you about particular topics and lean into them and then be a resource for the places that you know more. Um, and then three, you know, like, here's the thing, nothing works unless you work, you know? So literally I'm going to do my homework. Like the number one thing I'm, I'm going to do the first two right away. Um, I'm going to update my rate sheet today and I'm going to let class, um, I'm going to let my agent know, Hey, let these clients know these are the new numbers. Um, and then I'm going to work on this week you know, reverse engineering, but taking action quickly. I like simple and soon. So those two things I can do instantly. As soon as we jump off, I'm going to do that. Um, and then I'm going to buy my scripts because I tried to buy it last week, but Mandy was not ready, but she ready now. I'm going to buy Mandy my Money scripts. Mm-hmm. With I'll I. put a link Mandy in the show notes for y'all. Mandy with yeah. an eye. And so- It all evens yeah. out because I bought your book and Molly Moore again the other night. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we just exchanged help it at this it. point. <laughs> no, this is great. So if you are, you know, first of all, we'd love to hear. Like, did you, you know, tweet us? We're Brown Ambition, um, the BA podcast. 
Um, Sorry. Mandy. Bad bunny is playing on my phone. (laughs) I'm the Bajanista. Mandy is. Amanda, are you, you Mandy Money on Twitter too? No, because they won't let me change it. I'm Mandy Woodruff on Twitter. Okay. So yes. tweet us if you like the BAQA. Um, Mandy's going to be asking me questions next week. I won't know what they are. I'll just be popping on. And then if you want to come on and you want to put us in the hot seat and you want to be live on on you know camera and studio with us, like you know from wherever you live, uh, we would love that. Go to our IG. We are Brad Ambition Podcast on Instagram. Send us a voice note with your question with the types of questions you want to ask and a little bit more about yourself and why you want to come on. And um, Imani, our producer, is going to go through them and and we'd love to have you on. You know, So like I said, we'll do a mix of these. We'll do a mix of you guys coming on. We'll also do um, a mix of our normal BAQ where we'll take your written questions. You know, so we can keep it spicy over here, okay? <laughs> Seven years, we need to spice it up. Keep it, keep it fresh, you know? <laughs> but this All is right, awesome. Honestly, thank Mandy, you thank so you. much for listening. Thank you so much, Mandy. This was so helpful. Oh, you're welcome. I can't wait to hear. I want, well, first of all, I feel like 100K is going to be easy. Ah! Um, (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When Um, I get my first one, I'm going to tell you. I'll come on and be, I won't say who, because, you know, the people be bad when you be telling their business. But I'll be like, I did it! I did it! I'll tell you when when I get my first 100K, like, I'm speaking. I mean, I've made obviously well over that, but in like other contracts, but like for specifically for a keynote, when I get that, Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you know. Awesome. And don't forget to check out Get Smart With Money, y'all. Tiffany's new Netflix documentary, <laughs> which is available at Netflix.com. Um, don't forget to tweet her. Use the hashtag Get Smart With Money to let everyone know that you are loving it. And um, have and a give good me two thumbs week. up. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Now. Two thumbs up. What else? Watch the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Yes. Tweet. All that. <laughs> yes. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. And I am Mandy Woodruff Santos, your co-host. And I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs>